You're listening to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, with your test subject, Micah Ball. The salty, slightly cynical account of Micah's shocking diagnosis with epilepsy, the synaptic jolts that short-circuited his world, and efforts to rewire and rebuild his not-so-normal life. But first, he's going to need brain surgery. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host, Micah B. What's up? Not much, man. How's it going? It's good. Just took a fat dab. Just got no. back from uh, hiking Red Mountain in Glenwood. So, good. Good job. good job. Right on. This is another episode of Seizure Salad with your host, Micah B. Side and co host, JoJo. JoJo just got back from a nice fat hike. Good job, man. Good job. No, I've been, uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, have all this free time now. Weather is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And I did a good job of staying inside for the most part, but I, you know, like, you know how it is, man. I can't, can't stay away too long. So I've been hitting the hikes like crazy, which is nice, you know, just kind of going out, getting some good sun in, getting back into the hiking groove. Uh, nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a good time. Now that everything's kind of settled down, I'm falling into like a routine that is just, you know, me actually able to enjoy where I live, which is the best place ever. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, pretty phenomenal. Pretty phenomenal. How are you feeling, though? How are things with you? Everything uh, hanging in there and all that good stuff? I, uh, yeah, it's up and down, man. It's up and down. really can't complain too much, you know? Hold yeah. on here. Just uh, in case someone else on the property comes in, I got to hang this on the door outside. Here, I'll show you in a second. Just put a sock on the door, man. Isn't that uh, <laughs> what the whole thing used to be or whatever? Yeah, my parents don't get that shit. <laughs> no, we've got, uh, of course, uh, the mom and dad off on the main house. And then in the guest house, um, Uncle B-Dub, Uncle Bruce, uh, he was living downtown in an apartment. And my folks were like, beat up get your ass up here you you live in a you live in a petri dish in a, in the middle of like the biggest town so so we got three three folk who don't quite understand how online meetings go huh. so this is what i'm on i, I like it on air let everybody know yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 get the get the porch put a light outside the door so you can just turn it on when you're active <laughs> I need, I, I've always, I've needed an on-air light for a long time now. And you just gave me an idea. I bet you I could find something like that. That's like battery powered LED. Just buy a battery powered LED and some electrical tape, man. Put it in a box with, you know what I mean? Put a, put a nice LED in a box, build a little tiny box for it. Oh, like a little shadow box? Like a shadow box. And then make one of these signs. There you go. Perfect. See, you can make it work, man. Then you don't get interrupted, get your flow going. Or if you just want to be left the fuck alone. <laughs> you know, like, yes. This just seemed nicer than saying, stay the fuck out. <laughs> you pretty much nailed it right there, man. Hold yeah, on. Let's hang this up. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, no worries, man. Do you? All right. So just to kind of give you a visual and I showed you a couple of pictures of the property, like the cliffs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The llamas you got roaming around. Oh yeah. Those guys are killer. Um, but, uh, so give you an idea of where I'm at. I'm on the northernmost 
side of the property outside of the llama pen. The llamas are north of me, but I'm like in this bunkhouse. It's converted old horse stable that my old man and I turned into a bunkhouse, basically. And the middle section of the old barn is a wood shop. And then right after that is my dad's art studio. He's a plein air artist, oil and canvas and stuff. So yeah, Yeah, it's a pretty sick place to stay, you know, and I go out onto my patio and it's right next to the llama corral. So go out and hanging out with the homies. (laughs) Yeah. Smoking hash with the llamas, you know, it's like, yeah, and, and when my windows are open, beautiful day like this, I had the windows cranked open, throwing down some uh, great music, just a little blend, you know, a little classical, a little Latin music, a little calypso, a little bit of everything. Put my put my five gigabyte music collection on shuffle. Put it that just way. Just let it fly. Yeah, no, just let it fly. Awesome. Llamas yeah. loved it though. They they like music. They definitely like music. So. Yeah, well, it's a vibe, you know. Yeah, no, I need to. Oh, man, like I've been enjoying going on hikes and all this stuff. I was like, I need to get myself like a good lawn chair to lay down in this summer. I think mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. work on the tan and just enjoy, enjoy the outdoors. I don't know. It's been so nice the past couple of days that I'm like, been kind of glad that I don't have four jobs to be at that. I can actually be like, you know what? Yeah, let's go hit a hike. Let's go like enjoy the world a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm uh as long as I'm with somebody or with the dog, this is something I found out. Um, not good for me to be going anywhere alone right now. Um, the new meds, they're up and down. Um, as I had mentioned earlier today, it was like, what the fuck? Am I going to be conscious tonight? I don't know. Do they but, fuck uh, with like your sleep schedule and all that? Or like your, it, you, it fucks uh, with, with Xanax? Like, yeah, these things, it, dude, these things, I apparently the new adjunct, the new added um, medicine is prescribed to people who have like intense sleep problems. So it's a, it's a heavy duty pharmaceutical sleep pill. Okay. So I, I'm super addictive. Great. That's going to go well with my personality. <laughs> Let's get you going. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so basically the plan is um, while we're kind of in limbo, the whole goal, since most of my big seizures happen at night, let's just keep try and keep him sleeping through the night. Right. But then I'm a zombie. I'll do that combined with the other medications. I'm kind of back to that in and out. Just groggy. Groggy. Yeah. <laughs> and it affects me physically sometimes. Definitely. Vertigo so if you, like would that. you rather wake up during a big seizure at night or would you rather have the meds keep you asleep? Or when you don't have the meds, do you sleep through them anyways? Sorry, that was a loaded question, but (laughs) (laughs) there's so many different, there's so many different layers to that question. Let's see which one to answer first. Um, The number one, that number one, the choice you gave there, that's just like, that's a fucking hard question right there. Cause I've had sleep problems anyway. Part of it may have always been, you know, the epilepsy, little seizures here, there, whatever. I don't know, but it's been a, been a long time since I can remember 
when I've had like that really strong night's sleep, unless I work myself to the bone, like when I was land surveying all the time, or when I was, you know, one of the early tour guides up at the caverns and I'm leading like two or three wild tours a day for six days a week. Yeah. I get home and bam, I'm straight down. to bed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. The land surveying stuff, you're going up and down mountains all day with like 80 pound fucking laser gun on your back. And it definitely makes you, yeah, you're ready for a nap. So <laughs> get that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, would you say like, obviously when the meds, would you, but either way, like, would you rather wake up during a seizure? Or do you think it's better to sleep through it? Um, the big seizures are going to knock you out anyway. So, so does it feel like you're unconscious? Like if you're like, let's say like right now, like you had a seizure, right? Like, would it essentially be like you went unconscious? Like you don't even know what's happening till it's over. Or is it like, you know, it's ha- when it's the grand mall, like you're like very aware it's happening. You just can't do anything about it. They don't use that term scientifically anymore. The whole, the whole neurological community uses so what's, what's the new one. Lonic tonic. Lonic tonic. Yeah. Clonic tonic. <laughs> Don't ask me why. That might be a good Google question. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a drink with some, uh, you know, crushed pain pills on the rim. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle them, Molly. Yeah, some Vicodin. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> little absinthe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You got a bottle of that need to break into here pretty soon. I'm a big absinthe drinker. I got really into it when I was in Japan. Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was all over the place there, and it was it was dope. Uh, but not to get too off track. Um, so anyway, if you're essentially unconscious, dude, those are the ones that knock you out. Those those are the big ones, man. Those are the ones that drop you to the ground. And mm-hmm. if I were to have one, I would go out. I I would be unconscious anyway. Mm-hmm. And I don't realize I've had them until I wake up and like like half the shit in my room is destroyed, and I my tongue's bleeding or something like that. You know. Um, so those, you know, unless I had some kind of like rescue dog or something, dude, that shit, I just, you almost feel hopeless. It's like, people are like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, you're not ready. No one's yeah. ever ready. It's like, it's going to happen. And the rescue meds are going to come in and I'm either going to stop rolling or I'm not. And yeah. So, um, the little ones though, like, I could be here talking to you and have a little one and I wouldn't go under, but it would be like, I would be unable to talk sometimes unable to move. And it's almost like an, it's like an out of body experience. So it's almost like if somebody just pressed pause. Yes. Right. Like somebody just was like, ah, pause Micah for a few minutes. All let's right, we're good. Pause. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Let's catch back up. Yeah. It's, I almost wonder that's a great way to put it. I almost wonder if it's like, you know how your computer just stops and it's that pinwheel, just that pinwheel hits the wheel of death, the wheel of death, the spinning pinwheel of death. Exactly. Um, your computer is overloaded, right? Your computer has too much going back and forth in its programs for the motherboard to handle. So that's essentially what it is. You're just buffering. You just got- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just buffering. It's just like, it's like a screen freeze. It's because you move too fast for your body to keep up. My brain moves yeah. too fast for the rest of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
probably not, dude. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Um, so I'm, but I do get to go out. The cliffs that continue north of the property are uh, open space. It's it's an open space trail system, and uh, we'll grab the llamas, the two llamas that are back pack trained. The other one's not pack trained. I'd like to. My folks are my folks are like those guys are retired except for walks. They're retired. <laughs> I'd like to pack train them all because yeah, they'd be great in caving missions and stuff. But anyway, I take them. We'll we'll. We'll string them up, we'll harness them up, and we'll take them up onto the backbone. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Or another thing I found out is that my mom, uh, her emotional rescue dog is really, really attuned to shit. She's a, she's a large standard poodle. One of the smartest dogs out there, you know? And um, she's really attuned to when I where I'm at. I've, I've seen her like the morning, morning after I had a big seizure the day after Christmas, she like was right there and she was right there next to my side for like two, three days. She knew my brain was a little shaky, you know? So she just hung close and like made sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll take her out on walks, uh, because I know, I know that she knows the backbone trail. She knows the river trail. We're right off of the Big Thompson River, too. Great fucking fly fishing. Um, and she knows her way back home. So, so if, she could make it back. If anything were to happen to me and she had to come back, if I, could, if I didn't come to after a grandma or something, she would be able to get back and alert mom and dad hmm. and Uncle B. Yeah. That's definitely good, for sure. It's like um, lassie come home shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever thought of looking into like a service dog for you? I mean, I don't oh, know yeah. if you would. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know, like if you would need it after brain surgery. But again, with who knows when that's going to happen. If anything, you're going to have a good dog for the rest of your life. So exactly. Once the disability income gets through, right, the social security stuff, um, I should be able to get one. I'd be able to take care of a, a dog at that point. Um, of course. I have caregivers, so I got to kind of make sure that it's cool with them. And the place in Westminster's got this old, old 16-year-old gruff dog. I don't know if it'd be cool to have one around him. Um, it might work up here, though. It might work up here. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening. Until then, remember that it's all in your head. <laughs>